Hello and welcome to Cold Bank Sports. Tonight we talk about the Utah Jazz loss to the Chicago Bulls, 107-99, where the Jazz really missed Mike Conley. And after the game, Quinn Snyder was asked about Mike Conley sitting back-to-backs, and he sat game one and will presumably play tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks, to which Quinn, Quinn responded along the lines of, He's sure that Mike would love to play every game and love to play all the back-to-backs, but Quinn Snyder will not allow him to do that. And after what we saw last year in the playoffs when the Jazz did not have Mike Conley for the series against the Clippers, I definitely understand that. Um, And looking at a night tonight where the Jazz lost by eight and a lot of that did feel like it was because Mike wasn't on the floor um, makes me feel a bit better about the loss tonight, but it also reminds me of the Clippers series where we know that the Jazz will not always have Mike Conley um, when they need him most. So the Jazz do need to pick up games like um, pick up games like tonight, and they do need to be able to win these without Mike Conley. I believe last season they won 15 of the games they played without Mike Conley and lost five of them. Um, not entirely sure on that statistic, but they were very good last year without Mike Conley, and they do need to repeat that, not, not only be at good seeding this year, but also to be able to have success in the playoffs if Mike isn't able to be there with them. Um, the three-point woes continue for the Jazz this year. I believe they're shooting about 33% over the last five games. So while obviously that should pick up um, here over the next week or two, it definitely is concerning. If the Jazz aren't able to hit you know, 39 to 40% of their threes like they did last year, that definitely lowers their, pot- their offensive potency and decreases the chance that they're going to um, have as amazing as a run as they did last year when they were able to snag that one seed with the one game lead over the Suns. Um, Donovan Mitchell tonight specifically shot pretty bad from three-point range. He shot around 18% on two of 11 shooting and had a very inefficient um, 30 points. Now, 10 of those points did come from the free throw line where he was 10 for 10, which is absolutely amazing and something that we do want to see from Um, him, if he's able to get to the line 10 times a game and be able to, you know, hit 80 to 90% of those on a night in night out basis, he's going to be putting up 28 to 30 points a night. But when he's shooting nine of 27 from the field overall and two of 11 from three, that just is not the formula for success for the jazz. And that could have definitely been remedied had Jordan Clarkson not went five of 19 from the field. So um, an inefficient night from Donovan and a bad night from Clarkson did not help the Jazz at all tonight when you're already missing your starting all-star point guard in Mike Conley. Um, and because of that, Butler did um, end up seeing some time, but, it, but overall, he didn't really see more time than he's seen in, in other games. He saw nine minutes and had a pretty mediocre nine minutes. He was 0 for 3 from the field. Um, one rebound, one assist, one block, um, but he did have two turnovers and was minus 16 in that time. So Butler just needs more practice, and it doesn't look like he's going to be seeing enough time to really improve. Excuse me. And I would be concerned as a Jazz fan, on the other hand, if he was getting that type of time to improve because that more likely would than not would mean that Joe Ingles or Mike Conley was out for an extended period of time. And as much as I do think Butler is a very key piece to the future of the jazz and in three and in two to three years, if he's able to pick up 
starting point guard minutes. That would re- that would be an awesome look to the future since we do know Mike Conley only has two years after this on his deal. Um, and I don't foresee him continuing to be a starting key piece on the Jazz that will allow them to play at a championship um, level. So that it, we do want to see Butler improve. However, not at the cost of this season. We The Jazz um, have this window. Like the Bucks, you know, they um, started it and they were able to get the one seed and weren't able to make it as far in the playoffs as they wanted to. But on year three, the Bucks got lucky with some injuries. Um, I think that we can all agree that if James Harden and Kyrie Irving hadn't been hurt on the nets, that they'd probably take that series, um, considering how it went to overtime in game seven. But that didn't happen. And they were able to use that luck to make it to the NBA finals and to win a chip. So the Jazz are setting themselves up in position this year to hopefully have luck be on their side and to be able to get their franchise's first NBA Finals. Um, appear, well, not appearance, but um, NBA, NBA title. Um, and to continue on, um, Gobert's double-double don- dominance continues. He ha- had 17 points and 19 boards, keeping up his season average of about 18-18. Um, 18 and 18, so... We talked a bit about that in our episode, in our weekly episode today. If you want to go um, listen to us talk about Rudy Gobert and his um, push for MVP, um, if that's possible, and what we feel like he'd have to do with the rest of the season to be able to win that award. Um, And lastly, I think really the biggest thing that cost the Jazz and that will continue to harp on just like we did last season, they had 20 turnovers and get allowed 25 points on turnovers compared to getting nine turnovers and getting eight points on those turnovers. So um, that's um, less than one point a turnover that the, that's less than one point per turnover that the bulls had and more than one point per turnover that the jazz had. And the jazz had over twice as many turnovers as the bulls did. Um, If you take that down to 15, um, 15 and 17, you know, all of a sudden it's one, it's 99, 99 at the end of regulation. And so obviously when you mix up the three point shooting, not, um, not having Mike Conley, the way that the turnovers were and, um, Jordan Clarkson not being able to hit his two pointers to save his life. Really in the end, everything went wrong this game for the jazz. So, it's not a close loss, you know. If they had won this game, it would have been astounding. And for it to be as close as they were against, for it to be as close as it was against Chicago is honestly a testament to how hard the Jazz fight. Um, after going being down seven after and being outscored by 10 points in a dismal third quarter, the Jazz did almost um, ha- make a comeback at one point in the fourth, and they didn't have enough gas for that. So overall, disappointing loss for the Jazz. I feel like this sets this is concerning going into the Bucks game um, and makes me not feel confident in the Jazz picking up a victory tomorrow. But then again, they will have a rested Mike Conley coming back and they will be out to try to pick up a W and try to salvage this um, back-to-back and continue this road trip on us, um, finish the road trip out strong. 
So if you guys would like to join us tomorrow um, on YouTube, we will be doing a live stream after the game, um, a live post game. Please do. Please follow, um, like, and share wherever you're at. And thank you guys so much for watching. We really appreciate it. And go Jazz!